2: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
0: Welcome to The Money Watch Show. It's Thursday, October 19th, and I am not here. Get it? It's a little vacation for Jilly. And as a result, we are recording this in advance. Mark, you may have to just blow the whole show up if something else is going on. You know, October can be a little bit of a sketchy month for investors. Hopefully not while I'm away uh anyway we are trying to take the mystery out of your financial life i am jill schlesinger he is mark talercio hello mark
3: hello hello uh god forbid something happens will you be taking your microphone to the italian countryside
0: of course i will because i'm too i i can't not you know what i mean i i always have to have a little backup good luck finding a solid connection i'm gonna be in fancy hotels I'm sure that I will be able to have a connection. So, yes, I will have my microphone. I will be able to do that. I can always do the whole, like, just record into the iPhone, which, you know, a lot of people do at CBS. They just, they don't do all these other fancy things. But, yes, I will be bringing my itty-bitty, teeny-tiny microphone. It's not as good as this beautiful broadcast quality one, but, you know, in a pinch, I'll make it work, truly. Truly
3: the standards went out the window with the pandemic
0: totally <laughs> but mark still has um those standards cuz you don't like it when you're like i'm too hot too cold or, 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 you know like you you are you are still an audiophile mark
3: yeah but not as much as i used to be that's for sure
0: i know it, it, it's it's very different now i mean look just to put a fine point on this we now have zoom interviews in our evening news broadcast that is a shocking development if you just go back in time, just a few years ago. Amazing, right? How would that ever be? They used to say to me, we don't want you in a box from, um, from New York to DC. Now you can be in a Zoom. It's amazing.
3: Three years ago, they'd have to send like at least two camera guys out to you with tons and tons of equipment. Now it's just Zoom.
0: Oh yeah. By the way, one time they did that, they came to my apartment and then, you know, my neighbors were not thrilled about the whole thing. So, uh, I said, well, either they can come up to the apartment or I can do it in the lobby. So, which one do you think? You know, that, <laughs> that's what you get. All right. This is exciting because we have a follow up uh, listener who's going to come on the air with us and it's a fun follow up. So, let's bring on Michael, who's on the line from Pennsylvania. Hello, Michael. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you both? We are great. What's going on with you? Because when we last spoke to you, hold on, I got to look to pull up this email. It says you were last on the show in December of 2021. What's new, Michael? How have the, how have the last two years gone? They've
1: gone. Uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, but we're on the uh, the upswing here. Um, I had uh, rode in and we, we spoke uh, back then about uh, how to fund an IVF uh, journey. And uh, here we are, um, I guess, a year plus later, almost two years later, and we are expecting our first child in November.
2: Yes,
0: that's awesome. That is so great. So obviously, the child's name will either be Mark or Jill, just so we are clear about that. Uh, Fine. First of all, congratulations. How's everyone feeling?
1: Really good. She had a a really good time with it so far. Um, I think uh, we got all the unpleasantness out of the way just to to get to the pregnancy. So uh, it's been really good.
0: All right. So we're looking at a th- we're looking at a November baby, right? Yep,
1: November baby.
0: Um, right around
1: Thanksgiving, uh, which is really good time for uh, I get four weeks of paternity leave right between the holidays, and I mm-hmm. will probably mean six, maybe seven weeks off total, which. Uh, I don't think I've had since I was probably 14 years old. So
0: <laughs> that's great. So, what brings you? Besides giving us this fabulous news, what brings you back to us? Uh, and and what we can? What can we do for you?
1: Yeah. So the the most pressing thing uh, that we've been in, in you know in nesting uh, natural nesting behavior, we have been kind of years in the making, uh, parallel to the IVF journey been trying to plan a home renovation project, the, the the exterior space of our home. We're in a city and we have an empty side lot and back, backyard that have always just been overrun with uh, vegetation. So we're, we're looking to invest in the property to have some nice outdoor space uh, with, a, mm-hmm. with a baby coming. We especially want some play space. Uh, it'll also afford us some entertaining space. We have Really good neighbor relationships. And we want to be able to have them over and all their kids and everyone be able to play outside. And we just aren't able to do that today. So,
0: okay. I mean, look, number one, let's just talk about this for a second. How much will the renovation cost?
1: I'm estimating somewhere between 150 and 200.
0: I have to be honest with you, I kind of thought that we were talking something like 50. So, 150, a little bit bigger than um, I thought. How much is the house worth?
1: So buried the lead a little. I took out a HELOC already, have not drawn on it yet, but uh, they did the the appraisal came in at 510, which I don't believe the estimates of actual marketability are north of 600 and we owe 270 on it at 2.75. Let's
0: say it's worth 550. So here's my question to you. So the 150 to 200 is, it would have to be like, how does that get paid? Is that all is it like an all-at-once thing? Is like, how does, how do you see this being scaled in?
1: My goal, um, I've been doing a lot of contracts at work lately, so I will be writing the contract and ensuring that you know the, the, the payment milestones uh, are proportionate to the actual, you know, work being done. So I, I expect if they can start the project in the spring, it'll probably be a three-month plus project, and and it'll be. You know, a couple of milestones over that period, probably a deposit up front in the next, you know, month or two once we get through the engineering. And then, you know, big chunks of money in March, April, May, June.
0: But, I mean, that's pretty quick. So that's three months. I mean, we're not talking about it's a whole year. That's all I was trying to really That, that – three months. It, to get that project done in three months, it, you know, essentially that means the money has to be available. So how much of a HELOC did you establish?
1: Uh one fifty.
0: So now let's talk about what's really going on for you guys. So how much do you guys earn together?
1: Our AGI in 2022 was a little north of
0: 400. For, we're, I'm going to leave the nanny conversation for one second. I'm just doing the home renovation part first because it's like the easier one. And how much money have you guys saved on that adjusted gross income?
1: We have in our brokerage accounts, I'm looking at 315 kind of split among different purposes. One of them specifically for this, uh, either this purchase or um, I know you're not going to want to hear this, but if it wasn't this we we might consider another rental property. But we have about 110 set aside that is meant for something like this.
0: Home-ish, set aside for home plus. Okay. What about for the retirement stuff? What do you guys, what have you accumulated thus far?
1: Between our four hundred one k's and IRAs, which are all rollover from our first four hundred one k's, we're we're right around six hundred thousand. I'm counting a ninety k in a non qualified uh, account for my current employer that technically not retirement, but I'm kind of treating it as that.
0: Okay, but that the six hundred includes the ninety, yeah. right? Okay, great. Next question for you. Any other money that you have set aside for anything else like um, that is, you know, sitting in um, an emergency reserve or uh, I-bonds or anything like that?
1: The brokerage number I gave you includes a uh, $65,000 that we kind of treat as our emergency reserve. And then we're sitting on a little more cash than I would normally, a little over 40000
0: So, I mean, if we had to, or if you wanted to, we could pay for this in cash, the the, the the outdoor updating and renovation, right?
1: Most of it. I'm, I'm worried that when they finally come back with their firm quote, it'll be on the high end of my range, but I,
0: I think mm. we could. Okay. The HELOC, what are the terms of the HELOC? What is the, the, is it's, you know, obviously it's no longer LIBOR. So what's the, what is it based on?
1: I don't remember specifically. I, I think it was just whatever the, you know, it, it's a variable rate, whatever that was, plus a quarter percent or something.
0: Okay, but it's probably at this point, if you were to draw it right now, would it be somewhere around the 6 7% yeah, range? Yeah, that's my expectation. Okay, so all's well and good. What happens in November when, you're, when your wife has this baby? Also, you will be part of it, I know, but she's really doing the work. The question I have for you is now let's get to the nanny situation because now what are the terms of her taking time off and you're having time off and how? what are my options for – child care, leave, what's going on for you guys?
1: Yeah. So like I said, I get four weeks paid. Uh, She gets 16 weeks paid. She works for a um, child development related company. So um, they have a really good policy.
0: Do you have a time limit on your four weeks?
1: I have to do it in the first, in the like 12 weeks of FMLA. So
0: it would be kind of cool if you could do it stagger it, but okay. Then you'd have 20 weeks all set, but okay. But you're right. So you've got 16 weeks that we have her paid, which is important, right? And that gets her through the holidays. And now, I mean, this is like great timing. So well done on you guys for the timing. So you're how old right now, Michael? 38. And she is?
1: 37 in a few weeks.
0: What do you think is her desire at this point, in terms of stay home, go back to work, or and yours as well. But I'm just wondering what you are thinking about right now.
1: So we've recently talked about this, and we've talked about it in the past through our, you know, trying to, to plan a family that I could do the stay at home thing. She she likes working. I want to be done working sooner than <laughs> than I think she would ever.
0: What do you mean by that? Wait a second. You're 38 years old. Done with this job, or just done working totally? Like what are um, we talking about?
1: Working towards the, the, the fire fine uh, lifestyle where I
0: guess you shouldn't have had a baby, dude.
1: Well, that's, that's, that's part of why I put it in, in the message to you both. And one your insight on it is obviously, you know, if, if, if my goal were to be, you know, working or financially independent come seven years from now, right. What we've been toying around with is these years with the, an infant and toddler, Or years we can't get back, so maybe I do that now and then go back to work and, you know, find myself working till my early 50s.
3: It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet pillowy dough. And get this... You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Say goodbye to performance robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully,
0: When you said your AGI was 400, what's the split? Are you basically 200 and 200 or is it more skewed one versus the other for your earning potential both of you? Mine's
1: higher, um, and my current employer has a really good incentive program that's been paying out well for the last couple of years. So we we would definitely be sacrificing a a good amount of uh, of our near-term earnings.
0: Mark, as a parent, I'm just wondering how you'd like to qualify all of this i'm asked trying to not be the normal jill response but you trumped me by doing the sound effect
3: i was just predicting what you would have said
0: well i'm asking you because i will ask you first i mean thank god for michael's wife because you know imagine if both of them are like i don't want to work anymore and i'm in my 30s and i want to do 150 to 200 thousand dollar outdoor project uh, so mark what what do you think about this
3: I mean, Amanda and I are totally different. Like, we're, we're, we're workers. We we enjoy working. We want to work. The thought of one of us not working to spend the time with the the infant and the toddler that never really crossed our mind. <laughs> you know, I just happily pushed Theo out the door with the babysitter a few minutes ago, as you heard. So, uh, completely different ends of the spectrum here.
0: All right, here's my here's the the issue that I have. It seems to me there are many things in flux. Right, so how much would it cost you to hire care? I don't remember where you live, but let's just say if you have to hire a nanny 16 weeks after, you know, it's February 1st and we have to hire a nanny, how much does it cost?
1: Yeah, I, I got to do research on that. I've I've been assuming that it's it's going to cost us to the tune of 40000 50000 a year.
0: All right. Well, that's okay. I mean, child care is really expensive. So it would be different if it were like, I think that, first of all, like that she wants to work and continues to work is great. I think the problem that I have with this whole plan is that, first of all, it cannot, absolutely cannot actually happen until you get this project done in the back. There's no way you can stop working until you get that done. Mark, how do you feel about not even using a home equity line of credit and just cashing out the brokerage account to pay for this work?
3: No, I would totally do that. I wouldn't take out a Not right now. I wouldn't be taking out a loan. And, and, you know, the other thing, yeah, you know, stay home with the kids while they're growing up. You know, in three years, this kid's going to be probably in full time daycare. So you're not going to be spending as much time with the kid as you think you're going to be.
1: Yeah. And that's when I would go back to work.
0: But, you know, being out of the labor force for a few years at this point in your career is actually a big risk, I think. Because a lot of things can happen. I think that if I were looking at this whole situation, what I would say is, if you want to stay at home, this project is not getting done this year. You want to stay home when the baby's born for three years? Wait till you go back to work and then do the project. Because the kid's not going outside anyway when they're like an infant, right? So maybe you get a chance, actually, to get a little relief on the interest rate. And maybe things have changed. I think that you have a very clear decision point. One is if I want to stay home, then I am not blowing out $150,000 or 200000 on this project. I'm just not. If I really want to do this project, get it done and be ready to rock and roll and blah, 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 then you have to keep working and then you hire the nanny and you move forward. When you leave the labor force, there is risk that you; those years are hard to get back and it's hard to come back in and make the same kind of money. Now, maybe you would be different because maybe this is like a one of these sexism biases that I, I can't even predict. But I just think that to spend six figures on this big project when you when you're not working would be more than I would feel comfortable doing. If you say to me, nope, it's more important to do the project then keep working. If it's like, nope, it's most important for me to be home with the kid, then collect your pay. Have her go back to work. Don't do the project.
3: By the way, you mentioned rental properties before. Do you have rental properties already?
1: Yeah, we have two rental properties. Um, both are performing well. They're in our neighborhood. One's an Airbnb. The other's the house next door. Cash flowing a thousand on the Airbnb, six hundred on on the, on the one next door.
0: Funny that you uh, mentioned that and uh, left that to the end. All right. So you have sixteen hundred a month coming in in passive income. Would there? Would you be at all interested in selling one of these to finance your out of work time?
1: Um if we got desperate maybe you know I I think we're keeping the house next door. We don't want a developer to come in and it's like a cute little house and someone'll knock it over and How much is that house, house worth? Uh it is 242 and we owe 130 on it.
0: Okay. And what about the other house?
1: 300 and we owe 175.
0: I don't know if that should be like your oh my god my like I have to uh oh wait for an emergency to sell that off. I might get rid of that one, grab the money, do your project, move on. You already have rental property and do this big project and stop screwing around and don't use a home equity line of credit. It's even the best case is that in six months from now, it's, uh, you know, 5%. It's not going to be zero. If you can grab the money from that and collect that and move on, I don't know. It seems like a good do to me. Mark, what is the likelihood that he's going to do that?
3: I, I want to say less than zero.
0: Yeah, it might be. It probably is. You're right. Anyway, I think you have a lot, a lot of, um, of real options here. So I feel really good about that. I mean, I really, I think that this is terrific. I think that you, that you guys have to make decisions together. Um, I'd be careful about walking away from a job that's providing six figures, but if that's something that's important to you, then go ahead, do it. And if you feel strapped, then instead of getting a home equity line of credit, consider the asset you have already, which is this rental property. So, I mean, it seems like many people will call us and it's like, you know, oh, I don't want to get rid of this thing. And sometimes it's like, oh, I don't want to sell a, a stock or a fund in my brokerage account to pay off debt. But it's just an asset. Just like look at it like it's a it's a balance sheet. And this is a balance sheet question, which is like, hey, why would I put more on my liability side of my balance sheet when I have a perfectly adequate, two adequate options on the asset side, a brokerage account or a rental property? Seems to me that those are much better options than diving into more debt. As I see it, I think that's really what the issue is.
1: Yeah, makes makes perfect sense. You know, the the heloc it's through the the bank we do our normal banking with, and costs fifty dollars a year, um, to you know, to have open. So
0: I don't mind having a heloc open ever. I think it's always lovely to have a heloc. I'm just saying that once you make the decision to draw it down, that's the question that we're we're grappling with right now, isn't it? That's why I'm saying like having a fifty dollars a year um, emergency reserve is no problem, but it is clear to me that you have a lot of options and um, you guys need to have real conversations about it, but you have the options right now. Now, let me ask you just a dumb question. Now, uh, do you guys have your estate planning done?
1: We did it in 2018. So it's a little stale. That is on the list of uh pre-baby uh, activities to to address
0: yeah let's get that done definitely do and let us know what you've finally come to I'm very interested to see how this goes so I want to hear back from you once again okay it'll be a third time you don't you can just send us an email update all right and then like a, with a big backhoe in your side yard I want to see what's going on there okay well one
1: thing I want to add real quick just to, to a little bit of context to our income situation and the the possibility of me stopping working is, my wife has always worked for you know, startup companies and she has some equity. A former employer, uh, the fair market value of her equity from when we exercised before she left is about quarter million. That was 18 months ago. And they had given an offer to buy some of that back with basically the equivalent of a fair market value of 1.3 million. So she has worked really hard. And while it hasn't been cash that we've stowed away, but her, you know, her potential at these kinds of companies is, is probably higher than my earning potential when you take something like that and, and amortize it. So we're, we're sitting on what has a lot of potential, you know, and that's all because of her.
0: <laughs> it's just so, it's so hard for me to like, there's so many choices that you're throwing at us that it's now very difficult for me to try to help you, um, figure out what the best thing is? I I don't know. I really don't.
3: I I think you should have the kid, see how it's going. You're going to have a much better feel for things once this kid is actually here and you see what it's like and you're going to get a better sense of what it is that you want to do. I wouldn't make this decision, You know, obviously not anytime before the kid comes, but you're going to get a sense... Of what it's all about, and you know how you're handling things, and what your desires are, and you know if you really just want to kind of get out of the house for a little while and come back to earth, it just just it, it'll take care of itself, I think.
0: I think that makes sense. So, listen if you if you need anything else, let us know. I think that's very good advice, Mark. That you know, let's see how things shake out and how you're feeling, and um, and we'll go from there. But you have a lot of options. Tons and tons of options.
1: Well, I really appreciate it, Mark. Those, I think those, those closing remarks, I'll, I'll sit on those and I think that'll help.
0: It will. It will. All right. Thank you so much. Good luck. Keep us posted. Thank you too. Appreciate it. If you are like Michael and would like a little bit of assistance, a nudge, a coaching, a mentoring, whatever it is you need, we are here for you. Mark and I like this. We really, this is the best part of our day, the best part of my job is talking to you guys. It is not, although I mean, let me be clear that getting your hair and makeup done is great and television is a wonderful, wonderful medium, but it is not like talking to you guys directly, which is the most fun. I love it. So if you'd like to join us, just go to the website, jillonmoney.com and Click the Contact Us button. And when you get the form, complete it and shoot it off to us and we'll get your note. If you want to join us on the air live, just make sure you check that little box while you're on the website. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter, free every single Friday. Okay, the show is co-hosted and executive produced by Mark Talercio, who is also a web king. He's got many, many, many jobs, highly underpaid. We're distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.
2: The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover...